0: Loving the You Should Get a License podcast? Want to help us to keep making great content? Consider making a donation by clicking the listener support link in the episode description. Your support helps us to keep bringing you the best information, education, and inspiration on the most underrated career opportunity in business today. We appreciate you in advance. on letting everybody know why you should get a license. Hey, did you know... That a former child prodigy who once played Carnegie Hall also opened the first and only black and women owned insurance firm on Wall Street, New York. Hear about this story and more in the new book, Black Pioneers of the American Insurance Industry, available now on Amazon. Welcome back. Welcome back. Rod Powell here, and you're listening to the You Should Get a License podcast, your number one source for information, education, and inspiration on the most underrated career opportunity in business today. That is a career in the financial services, in the insurance industry. Really excited to uh, speak to our guest because I know him personally. He's a friend, uh, accomplished businessman, true entrepreneur. And uh, not only is he an entrepreneur, he's an entrepreneur that helps other entrepreneurs, uh, really get their business off the ground. Ten years, you know, in the insurance industry, has utilized that to branch into, you know, other spaces of a business consulting, and uh, just excited to have him here. I want to welcome from Blackwell Legacy Group the president and CEO, Mr. Terrence Blackwell. How you doing, sir? I'm awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Hey, look, um, you know we've been we've been working to put this put this interview together. You know, for a while, you know. Yeah. So, so I'm I'm excited about um I'm am excited to talk about your journey because I know that you know you you've been, you know you you are pretty much a lifelong entrepreneur, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, you know still young and, and still building, but have been been licensed ten years, starting out and kind of used you know what you gathered from the insurance base and really has kind of branched that into another business. For the people who are new, I do like to, to speak to, you know, the market lines and segments. So from an insurance licensing standpoint, you know, what areas of the business have you focused on? And then, you know, kind of what what's your area of, of specialty now? And I mean, from, you know, where were you at in insurance and now where you are as far as business consulting?
1: Yeah. So um, as far as insurance, you know, in the industry, ten, oh, um, over 10 years now, um, you know, we've worked in, you um, and, and financial services. I say financial services as a whole because that's the way that we approached it. Um, the actual product that we used was life insurance. So um, life insurance got us in the door. You know, and I, our thing was always to see how can we help this entire house. You know, everyone has a house. So you, know, you build a good foundation. You need a good roof. You need you know good sides. So you know the the life insurance is, is the sides, of course. I mean, it's the foundation, of course. But then you start to build the house. So getting out of debt is a part of the house having, you know, proper, um, you know, emergency fund, having proper retirement that, you know, all those things constitute what the house looks like. So that's what we really built our, our model on, you know, just looking at the whole house for an individual. And um, today we, we work in financial service. I'm sorry, today we work in consulting. So we work with small business owners and we, you know, we put together processes and systems to help them, you know, increase their revenue and give a little bit more clarity and make their businesses easier to run.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So still building that house, right? So yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Building the house for individuals initially and now building the house, you know, for businesses yep. as well. You know, I'm absolutely. glad you mentioned glad you mentioned the term financial services, right? Mm-hmm. I think people sometimes, you know, get get confused when they hear that term because they they think about, you know, either banking or they think about maybe they think about the stock market. <laughs> they don't really yeah. consider, you know, insurance a part of financial services. Can, can you, can you, you, you were alluding to it when you were talking about, you know, the, the, yeah. the planning aspect of your retirement things, can you, you know, just share a little bit more of really the, the importance mm-hmm. insurance plays in a financial service um, uh, package. So, to speak.
1: absolutely. So, to- you know, the thing, the thing about insurance is um, insurance is I'm going to give you a little bit of money today for a lot of money. So, so, think about it you know you have a monthly premium, or if you pay annually you pay this amount say 100 bucks and they're going to give you a hundred thousand dollars pretty much guaranteed if something happens to you today so what it's doing is just showing you that you know you really should well you know everybody it's different perspectives i, I don't want to go too deep into that but it's different perspectives when it comes to you know life insurance but the whole goal is to make sure that you can accumulate assets that equate to what you have in life insurance so the the goal is to make sure that if something happens now you can take this money and pass it down to the next generation and start to build you know one of the biggest issues that we've seen especially like in our community is we don't we don't prioritize tomorrow right so we look at we look at our our finances as you know it's just day to day you know I'm just trying to, I'm trying to make it to the next day but when we really sit down and educate a family it puts you in a position where now you can start the process of building blocks. So now you have, like I said, you have that foundation of the life insurance where if something happens, you know what? All right. My mom's good. My dad's good or whatever. Um, you know, and we can take it to the next level. So now we can start to compound. So what's the next thing? Let's start to actually build an emergency fund because emergencies happen. And w- and one of the biggest issues is unfortunately a lot of times from what we've seen when an emergency happening, there's no emergency fund in place. What's the first thing that goes, man, I don't need that life insurance, you Mm -hmm. know? So, you know, so if you don't build it correctly, now you're in a position where, you know, you're going, you're not going to have the life insurance. So you start the the entire process. You have the life insurance emergency fund. Um, Then you start the process to actually plan for, you know, retirement. Um, And just kind of educating in that aspect too, because uh, understanding what is a 401k, understanding what is a Roth IRA or traditional IRA, and how does it benefit you as a consumer, um, you know, or a person that just wants to retire? Um, so and unfortunately, most people don't understand, you know, the nuances of how these products work.
0: Unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, I think, you know, it, it, it's important because um, and you mentioned the and you mentioned the, you know, the, the IRAs and, and, and the 401ks, you know, they they don't have the guarantees that insurance would have. Exactly. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. the 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 insurance the insurance product is that's guaranteed to pay. You pay those premiums. They pay you. <laughs> it's guaranteed to pay that that amount, right? So you know, and 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 tax free. Whereas mm-hmm. you know other you know investment accounts may not be well. They're unless like, well rather, I guess maybe. But you know, otherwise they're they're not going to be uh, typically in a, a tax free yeah. uh, category. So yeah, man, I, I just wanted to. I just wanted you to just kind of share a little bit more about that. Cause I think it's just crucially important, man. I want to, I want to take a minute and kind of go back because, because now, you know, you, you've been in the business, you branched off, you're, you're, you're running a business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know, you, you know, you, and, you and your wife run the business, which is yeah. another piece that's just absolutely amazing. Yeah. Um, I want to go way back though. I want to okay. go way back to when, when Terrence Blackwell was like eight, nine years old, you know, b- b- before he was you know the 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 entrepreneur success is yeah. now what did you what did you want to be when you grew up now you're from you you live in Richmond mm-hmm. but you're from Broadnax
1: yeah I'm from Gene, so, Okay, so, so turn Brodnax, to Broadnax yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Broadnax is a um I'm I'm sure nobody listening has ever heard of it so I'm, I'm going to give you guys a, a brief so um Broadnax is a, is a very small town um, we have Maybe two stop. No, we have one stop. No, no, no. We don't have any stoplights. Actually, we don't have any stoplights. Um, no Walmart. Um, you know, it's just a very small town. Everybody knows each other. Like I grew up. Um, uh, where I grew up, I literally had a dirt road, probably until I got to college. Um, you know, so like that. That's like the, you know, the environment. You know, so if I go five minutes that way, I have family there. I go five minutes that way, I have family there. So you know, it's it's really a close knit community. Any story you go to someone knows you. If they don't know you, they know they know your parents. So that was like the environment that that I grew up in, and um, you know, just a, a a quick briefing. Like my dad was a a brick mason. He owned his own brick mason business. You know, like, you know, most of my life. And you know, the, the beautiful thing about it, you know, how it correlates to the small town is, you know, even as a kid, you said in eight years old, even as a kid, you know, we would go to different places and you know, I would see people and how they interacted with my dad and they showed him a level of respect. And, you know, it was always like, it was never like, oh, he's just that black guy that runs the business. Like, it was like, no, this is a legit person in the community that, you know, is, is a man of his word, has integrity, is, you know, is a good person. And those were, and, that, and that's what I've seen from, you know, the interactions with people and just watching how people interact with him. So that really, you know, put something into me, you know, to, to make sure that whatever I do, because of my last name, I got to make sure that I do it well. Mm-hmm. Right. And I have to keep a certain level of, of um or a certain standard. And um, so at eight years old, I seen entrepreneurship because again, my dad ran a business for years, but now only that I'm there working. Mm-hmm. So I grew up a little different, you know, my, my parents, you know, I didn't. I didn't come from a you know. I you know. I don't want to be like one of you know. I didn't come from like a a, a lack necessarily. Like my my parents had decent money, because um, my dad always worked. My mom never really had to work. Um, you know. You know. So I always had like decent money. But my dad was never the person that was like, hey, here's two hundred dollars. We'll get some Jordans. Nope. Come outside with me. You come lift some of these blocks. You come lift lift some of these bricks. This is at eight years old. Uh, I thought it was abuse Burned. for a long
0: time.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> but, um, you know, but it taught me the work ethic that, you know, that, 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 that relays into everything that I do now. So um, I learned quickly how to work. Not only, you know, you know, to just to work. I learned how to work. So, you know, it was certain things and cadences that my dad would instill in me at a young age, you know, if he say, you know, hey, go get that bucket for me. Like, don't take your time. And go get the bucket. Like, put some some urgency in your step to go get the bucket, you know, um, you know, even like on a social aspect, you know, if you walk through a door and somebody's behind you, hold the door, you know, say yes, sir, no, sir. Like those are just different things that when still young, that are the characteristics I think that help mold you or that has helped mold me into the person I am today. And I still use some of these things, which makes, I think, invaluable in a sense, because it's not always there. Mm-hmm. it's those intangible things those 100 absolutely 100 yep. yeah you know? so you know from like i said so from there like every summer you know i'm i'm working on my dad like he's, he literally has me on payroll um you know we working from we get up at four or five o'clock in the morning and we get home around four or five o'clock or you know after five actually it's probably closer to six um every day um you know during the summer so you know the Jordans that I wanted, I am paying for them. So now I'm not getting Jordans because I'm not paying. Right. You know, <laughs> you know, I work hard for the for this two hundred dollars. So you know, it really it really showed me like a different value um system, um you know of how to work and like I said, it's just it, I I really appreciate it now.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And uh, like I said, the, the 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 intangibles. Just to reiterate that because I think that's a I think that's a takeaway. You know for. Yeah people who are listening, you know, you got to pay attention to, to the soft skills, you know, you can be as, as, as technically proficient, you know, as you want to be, um, you can have, you know, you can have all the knowledge in the world, but like I said, those little things, yes, ma'am, no ma'am, holding the door, you know, being, being just a a person of just strong character Mm -hmm. is, uh, is just, and you mentioned having that work ethic and and additionally, you know, it just it just creates it just creates that that divide between the person who is 100% maybe just going to kind of teeter versus the person who's going to get to the next level you know yep. in their life and in their career so take take me through um you know your your career journey you know i know yeah. uh, you you went st paul's college yeah i went to st paul's yeah. college um so uh, great, time. So Saint
1: Paul's College again. So for people who don't know geographically, Saint Paul's College is in Lawrenceville, Virginia, which is literally like where I grew up from. So my high school and my my college is is walking distance away. So I grew up pretty much in the same area. Um, so so my my working career started, like I said, when I was eight. But even through college, I worked a full time job the entire time. So I would you know work four to twelve every day. Uh, well, you know, I go to class, you know, during the day, then leave there, go right to, you know, go go, go to actually work at Walmart, um, and you know, again, like that was just that was just a grind. Like it was nobody's giving me anything, and I'm I'm going to get it. So um went all the way through college, of course, um, and 2011 left there. I I went to school for criminal justice, so mm-hmm. I fell in love with you know working with kids also. Um, So I started my my journey there with um, working in juvenile, um, juvenile corrections first. So I worked in two facilities, um, one in Culpeper, Virginia. And then I initially um, pivoted to juvenile probation, which was um, a little, it was different. It was just a different pace. And this was actually my dream job. I I went on probably eight, nine um, interviews to get one job as a juvenile probation officer. Wow. And um I remember, you know, just going through the process. And at this time I had met my my wife, my uh my wife now. And um I remember going through the process and working there, I, I love what I did. I absolutely loved it. I love working with children. Uh, I love just it's helping in general. I just I enjoy doing. But one of the things that I seen was I'm like, man, I'm doing this, but I'm not making money that I want to. So um within that period of time, um I had tried a few different things. So I, I had that's when I first got my taste of like network marketing. Mm-hmm. So um I tried um it was the first company, Cutco. It was this company. It was Cutco,
0: I can sell Cutco. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think everybody every entrepreneur has so marketing.
0: Yeah.
1: And I, I remember to this day, I remember um I uh again I was looking for something. So I had I was like man, I just need something part-time just to kind of get me over. So I went and um I seen this ad for an interview. It came in for an interview and he was like, yeah, I think you're going to be great. Came in. Next time I know I'm selling knobs. And um, I think the thing for, you know, with Cutco was the price, you know, it was my first time selling. and then trying to sell something at that price, even though it was a great product. It was an amazing product. But trying to sell something at price point, I'm like, man, nobody can afford this right now. Yeah. So um, I, I pivoted from that to it was a company called It Works back in the day. You remember that?
0: It works. Was that, uh, was it weight loss? It was kind of a weight. Yeah, it was a weight loss company. Okay, they did like okay. wraps and stuff like that. I just that. want to say a real quick note about Cutco. I still got Cutco knives in my kitchen to this it, day. Me <laughs> too. And they still work. <laughs> <laughs> they still work. <laughs> they still working. Okay. Hey, hey. They, they need the, maybe they need to the sponsor but they, okay. All right. <laughs> so it works. All right.
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, so I, so I started working with this company. Um, uh, it works. And like I said, they, they did like, um, like wraps and stuff to help me lose weight or whatever. And it, it was more like a So you would buy the products and then, you know, you would sell them, you know, at, at whatever price you want to sell. them. At. And, um, it was interesting. It was cool. I did it for a while. Of course, like your target market is going to be women. The wraps, you wrap them around you, right? Exactly. Are, yeah. I do remember that. Okay. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yo know, So it, it was cool. I enjoyed it. Um, it was all that, that was also for me a hard sell again this is probably like my second time like really you know in in the business of selling so you know that was a it was a little difficult just because um you know it was it was definitely first off I, at the time I weigh 185 pounds right um my wife is like man my wife now she's like man you keep uh, meeting with these girls to try to sell this stuff I don't want you doing that no more <laughs> you know what I'm saying right. so that that was short-lived man and um Again, like I was looking, I, I was really on the search because you know I enjoyed what I did, you know, as a juvenile probation officer, but when I finally got into the field, it didn't feel me like I thought it was. Um, so you know, from there, I remember I met my wife's uncle, and we were talking one day. And he was like, um, he called me at that time. We we were like, we talked every single day. You know, great relationship. And, you know, he was like, uh, he was like, man, serious. he was like, I just made, you know, a couple thousand dollars, like in less than an hour. So I'm looking like that's all he had to say to me. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm already looking. So he said that I'm like, what? is it legal? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, you know, what I'm saying. So um, he was like, no, he's like, I, I just uh, I helped I helped the family I uh, help someone protect their family. So I'm, I'm, I'm inquisitive. I'm saying now I'm saying like, like what exactly did you do? So um, he kind of like ran it down and um i literally like that day you know i was like look here's my money whatever it costs I'm, I'm paying it to get started um because i you know i see value and i trusted him like i really trusted him so you know i, I definitely seen the value in so um that's when i started so uh, i worked with a company called uh, primarica financial services mm-hmm. um and that was the first finance, financial services company I, that's the only company i ever worked with and um So so started working there and like I think my first 30 days, I had brought in like 10 people. Um, I had wrote up and I had, you know, I had uh, put life insurance. I don't know, probably like 15 people. I was literally because I was just doing, he said, do this, and that's what I did. You know, because I again I it goes back to when I was eight. I understood how to work. Like you don't have to teach me to work, it's just tell me what to do and I'll do it. Right. So um, so those same skills that I learned like from my dad was still resonating you know within that period of time right so um so yeah so i mean I, I i love the company you know not even the company i just love the action of being able to help people because and i've seen from multiple scenarios of like what life i've seen both sides of life streams i, I paid death claims my second death claim was you know um not to get too dark but my, my second death claim was my dad oh,
0: wow. um
1: you know i was i was you know very very fortunate that you know he was able to get covered. He, you know, got covered. And then unfortunately he was the second claim that I ever had to play pay. So, um, you know, so I, so now I seen what it does to a family close, because fortunately, you know, my, my, um, my parents house was paid for when my dad passed Um, all the cars were paid for. Like it was no debt or anything like my parents were, you know, in a decent place and, you know, and when my dad passed, that money was just used to just, you know, allow my mom to live a life where she doesn't have to ever work again. You know, and that and that and that changes the game. So, and that's why I love you know the insurance industry as much as I do because I've seen it from that side. But then also, you know, just like some of the things that it has rewarded me, you know, or you know, awarded me to do. Like I've been on um, multiple trips with uh with, with the company Primerica. Yeah. I've trained you know countless people. We had at one point we was like running like consistently. We had three teams in three different areas. We had one in um like the Roanoke area, we had one in 75 area, we have one in Richmond. And we were just training. We was going back and forth just training, um, my wife and I. So um, you know, we made a lot of money in financial services too. So um so yeah, so that's my 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 full journey.
0: And I think everything kind of aligns, everything really correlates. Absolutely, man. And so before we start, you know, taking what you what you did and, and how you leveraged it to what you're doing now, mm-hmm. um, I, I want to go back a little bit because you said, hey, you know, you started to kind of cut your teeth um, in like the network marketing world. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, what, one thing that I that I love about, you know, people have, you know, different perceptions of how they, you know, see business and, and, and what have you. But one thing I really love about network marketing organizations is that there's just a ton of like personal development. You know a ton yeah. of motivational development like you you're gonna learn about jim Rohn. you're gonna learn about brian tracy you're gonna yeah. hear the tony robbins like you're gonna get you're yeah. gonna get all of that mm-hmm. and um very rarely does one find environments where um other people like swabs of people are really encouraging them yeah. towards their goals you know what i mean mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. so um you know, I, I think that's a great, actually, I think it's a great place for any, like you were coming out of college, I actually think it's a great place for any, you know, younger person or even, you know, seasoned person who's looking for, you know, a way to just do something different, just kind of get out of the box um, to really kind of push themselves, you know, to a new level. For you, you were able to leverage it and kind of move right into is interesting because the, um, the gentleman and We've talked a little bit about this, but the, the gentleman that helped co-found for America, Hubert Humphrey, you know, he had started yep. on the railroad, he started in, in Amway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yep. You know, and he took what he did in Amway and took that to AL Williams and, you know, kind of created, you know, that system. So I I, I just have, you know, a ton of ton of respect for that. And I, and I think it's great, man. And I think it's important that people who, who listen to this conversation or just people in general you know, step out, step outside of your boxes, man. And, and, and no one can tell you, no one can tell you who hasn't accomplished what you want to accomplish. Yeah. You know what you need to do to accomplish what you want to accomplish. Yeah. 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 You know? So, yeah, man, I I think that's, I just think that's an, an, an important takeaway, you know, just the value value of those organizations. And So I can I
1: add this to a yeah. um, point. Um, the thing that I seen like in those environments was that there's no excuse. Like it literally takes away because what's gonna happen is you're gonna meet someone. I, I remember I went to um, my first conference. This is um with Primerica, and I seen a guy there that was blind, like someone was literally helping him get across the street. And I'm like, man, this guy is blind. And he is helping clients get covered. You know, he's going through the process, going on appointments, et cetera. What excuse do you have? Like, it it takes away all excuses. So I I think more than anything, it's a self-development. It's definitely self-development. No, by no, by no question. But I I think it takes away any excuse that you can possibly have because, you know, it's so easy, I think, sometimes in business to get down on yourself and get into like the woe is me. But. The reason why, and I think to your point, the reason why is because we're not in environments that take those things away. Right. So I, I think if we had more um like some type of incubators for um business owners to like really come together and have those type of you know self-development um conferences or whatever, I think it would change the game. Um, because it like again, it just takes every excuse away.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think and and you know, it's one of the values of, of working in this space, you know, whether it be, you know, if it, it, you know, Primerica or if it's another IMO, you know, that someone's Mm -hmm. working with, you're, you're going to find, you're going to find people who are gonna, Hey, lift you up, but also hold you accountable. Exactly. You know, this is, you, you can quickly find out, you know, what, what you're made of, Mm -hmm. you know? And, uh, and it's okay. Cause you can, you can get better if you're willing to apply yourself. And I, exactly. I, I like to drive those kind of points in because mm-hmm. sometimes when you see people and you see them at the height of their accomplishment and you look at them on the other side and you're like, man, you know, I want to get there. Or what do they do to get there? You got to yep. understand
1: yep. <laughs> what, what, it, what, what it means to actually get there. Right. I remember um my, my mentor told me one day and, um, we were actually at a conference, at a primary conference. And um, I remember we're there and it, it was like really at a pivotal time, like within my career. And um, he was actually at my, my upline. So I remember he was there and he was like really quiet. And um, and I could tell it was like, he was kind of like pensive. He was just in, like in a pensive mood. And I'm, I'm looking at him I'm like, you know, so I asked him like, you know, everything good, like everything, you know, okay, what, what's going on? He was like, no, nah, he was like, I'm just thinking. He was like, you know, I'm really just thinking to myself to decide if I'm going to do what it takes to reach my goal. Mm -hmm. And when I I thought about it, I'm like, whoa, 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 that is huge. Because think about how often do we set goals, but how often do we really, like, decide are we going to do what it really, are we going to, like, I'll just decide, are we going to do what it takes to hit this goal? Yeah. And a lot of times we don't. We just say, we just set a goal. Like, this is January, right? So how many people set goals that they're not going to hit? New Year's resolutions, right? Most <laughs> people are not going to hit the goals. And it's yeah. because they haven't decided that they're going to do what it takes to hit the goal. Yeah.
0: Yeah, man.
1: And it's, and it's activity driven. It's, it's 100% activity driven. I, I actually, um, this year, I got this from, I, I can't say, I can't take the credit for, I got it from, um, I hope I don't miss his name. up, Marcus Golden. Okay, Um, he's a he's a um, you know another he's a business owner. He's an amazing business model. I I love what he does. Um, If you get a chance, look him up on YouTube. But um, he said something um, in one of his uh, his his uh, podcast. He was saying like he's like I don't set goals. He was like I I know I'm I'm a business guru. He was like you know I have a twenty million dollar business whatever. I don't set goals. He said. But what I what I do is he was like I I set activity. Habits. He said, I know that I'm gonna set, I'm gonna call 20 people today, or I know I'm gonna send, you know, 20 emails, or I'm gonna reach out to this amount of people. He said, I'm just gonna do this. And then the result is I'm gonna hit whatever goal. The success is gonna come behind that. So the success is in the the you know, routinely doing the things that you need to do to make that goal happen. Absolutely. And I think that changed the game. It changed the mind. It changes the mindset of like how we actually, you know, attack life in general. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. Especially in like the, the social media world where you where yeah. you see a lot of end results, you know,
1: and sometimes it's not, it's not real. And results. sometimes it's
0: not real. It's an illusion. It's, it's an, an illusion. illusion. Man. <laughs> yes. It's an illusion. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Now I, 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 I appreciate, you know, you, you you sharing and expanding on that a bit. So let's, you know, let's, let's kind of transition. So, mm-hmm. you know, you built this, this business, you know, in insurance, I mean, you know, teams in, in multiple territories, mm-hmm. large financial services organization, mm-hmm. and then you say, okay, well, I'm going to take, take these, these structures, processes, you know, you already had the work ethic that's embedded mm-hmm. and then move it into the business consultant, T- tell me how that came about. How did Blackwell Legacy Group start? I was forced. I
1: was forced in a sense. Um, my 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 wife, um, pr- pr- pretty much primarily, my wife got burnt out with financial service, like the burn of like the thirty day cycle window on work windows. Um, she got kind of burnt out. So I said, all right, well let's let's see what we can do um, so that we can you know like build something our- ourselves where we can really control it. So one of the things that happened, you know, within this process was, um, like, like you said, you mentioned it before, like the self-development stuff. I hadn't listened to the radio probably in like three or four years, because when I would get in the car, I'm listening to, pod, like, I have podcasts on, or at the time, like CDs and stuff, right? So I'm listening to, I'm, I'm just doing self-development. It's literally all I'm doing. Like, I might find a book. And I'm listening to a book opposed to the radio because I don't really care what's on the radio because I wanted to make sure that, you know, I, I think about the time that I spend in the car and that's just time that I can use, you know, creatively opposed to just wasting it. Right. So I was re- I was in that space. So I had I had really rebranded myself, rebuilt myself to be almost like a, a self-improvement junkie. But not only was it like self-improvement, because I was I was also trying to apply these things too, so I could be a better person and also a better leader. Because yeah. I think one of the things in, in network marketing as well is you're forced to be a leader. Like if you if you get to a certain level, I'm gonna say that, you know, you get mm-hmm. to a certain level, you're gonna have downlines. You're gonna have people that that look up to you or report to you to some degree. And you wanna be able to like be able to pour into them. But I always understood. I can't pour into someone if my cup is empty. So I have to always refill my cup so that I can refill someone else's cup. So that and that same thing correlates to, to business in general. So um so transition what I realize is business is simple. All business is the same. Once you understand the formula, you can apply it to any business. So when you look at business, it's only three factors. These are the only three factors that we that we teach. So and so this kind of Everything kind of comes together. So the only, th- the only three things that we teach on is client acquisition, services, and retention. And of course, like it's, it's subsectors from that. But those are the only three things that matter in business. So how do I get clients? How are my services? And how do I retain clients, right? So if you apply those three things to any, and this is what I've learned over the years, any, if you apply those three things to any business effectively, it will run. That's right. So I I took some of the things that I learned from, you know, the insurance industry, like how to recruit. I use that to build relationships, right? So now I have multiple joint venture partnerships where I have people in different industries that would just send me clients. They would send me leads, right? Um, I learned um, leader, like the leadership things. I learned that I learned prospecting. I'm not afraid to cold call. I will cold call anybody, you know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, within um, the insurance industry—it gets to a point where you have to start the process of reaching out because I've I've went through my one market now. Who the heck do I talk to? So you know you have to you know go through that process of all right, I need to go find new clients to talk to. Um, you can't be afraid because this means you know if I eat or not. So um, and and the benefit is you're doing something that really helps people. It's really good for people. So it takes away like the the slimy sliminess of it if that makes sense. So. Um, So it's just so many things that, that correlates, you know, while I learned from network network marketing, that is, it's just a, they're just business principles.
0: There's no way around it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. How, how um, I want to, I want to kind of delve a little bit more into that, but even in the, the principles that, that you described, that you're teaching, you know, business owners now new, new and experienced, Mm -hmm. um, I mean, that can be applied for somebody working in financial services, working in the insurance. Well, 100%. They could be financial services, they could be property and casualty. They can really be in any, any segment, in any business, in any category, 100%. in any industry. Um, but specifically, I, I see, here's what I see a lot of. I see a lot of 1099 agents mm-hmm. who don't have a business yeah. set up. Can you speak to those people and why it's <laughs> important to create an entity and run and run your your business as an agent, yeah, as your business.
1: So I, I think so. Here's the thing: it's it's um I'm not gonna go too deep into like the negative side, but I think some of it is sometimes it's companies, sometimes it's uplines, and I think it's just how it's packaged, right? So, and what I mean by that is sometimes I think it's a thing of like the getting to the hamster wheel in a sense where it's not the focus of, hey, I need you to build a business, right? Because I, I've worked with insurance agents, you know, before too. Um, and, you know, he, I remember um, I was talking to an insurance agent. This was like last year or sometime, And um, he, he didn't know that I was in the financial um, services industry. So I'm telling him different stuff. He's like, man, crap, that's a great idea. I'm like, man, I know because it works. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because what happens is we, we get into the habit of we only look. So here's the thing. I said the three things we we need to run a business, right? A lot of times what I've seen from insurance agents is they look at only one of them, and that's what? Client acquisition. They only look at how do I get clients. They don't care about the services. They don't care about the, they definitely don't care about the retention, right? So one of the things that, um, that benefited me the most in sales was I always, I had a very consultative approach, right? I'm not a Grant Cardone, I'm more of a Joe Peachy, right? So, you know, my my style is very, just like I am now, I'm just laid back. These are the facts, this is what it is, this is how it can benefit you. You're saying yes, cool, you're saying no, cool. You know what I'm saying? We keep it moving. So, one of the things that I always wanted, to, um, always wanted to do was, I wanted to let this client know that, forget this, forget the life insurance, forget all this other stuff. Look, I want to make sure that you're good, right? So I'm not going to hit you over the head. I'm not going to give you the the most, you know. So if this insurance policy can cost fifty bucks, I'm not going to I'm not going to make you spend a hundred, you know. Let let's do fifty, you know. And then let's take this other fifty that you may have. Now let's start this emergency fund. And now let's put a plan together to get you out of debt. So now you that'll free up more money. Then you can increase it to fit down to hundred dollars. So I always looked at it from that perspective, like the long game, because I always wanted to make sure that. If I call a client right now, they would answer the phone and they're excited to hear from me. I never want to be in that position where I'm, I'm dumb. I, I'm in the grocery store. I'm I'm hiding behind the potato chips because I ripped somebody off. Like I can't. My mm-hmm. memory isn't that good. I, I can't. I don't want to. You know, to like I don't, I don't want to be thinking, dang, but did I rip this person off? Like no, I'm gonna, forget that. I just rather do right by people, you know. And and you know, but that goes back to the eight-year-old Terrence, like the integrity, right? I know that you know if I do right by people, you know the the it'll come back to me, and there's no way around that. Um, but the the structure of I think you know with insurance agents now they just look at really building a business, and it's, I think now is like the easiest time to be in the insurance industry. Um, to be honest, um, just from what I've seen, because social media is now so receptive to certain things. Right. So I mean, you literally and you've seen this yourself, um, the the success that you've had on TikTok. Like, you, you can literally, you know, become, go viral, you know what I'm saying, by, by educating on different topics through TikTok. Or, you know, if you can do different seminars, like you're on the Zoom or something like that, where you're talking to 50, 60 people, and, you know, if you convert 25% of those, you know, that's a pretty good night. So, you know, I, I think now there's just so many tools that really make it easy. I think, I think um, the pandemic really made the industry almost bulletproof. Yeah. Um, you know, for people to get into. So this is a great time. If you're not in the insurance industry right now, this is a great time to get into it. It's easily like, I think it's one of those things that, even if you don't do it on a routine basis, I think it's something that you should have in your back pocket because it's one of those things. It's it's a quick wealth hack. You know, like what other in industry where you know you can go and just make thousand dollars here or five six hundred dollars a year, a year in, in less than an hour. We're talking thirty minutes.
0: You yeah. Know? Yeah. And you're gonna improve your own intellectual capital and and your own financial wherewithal along the way because the same concepts that you're you're sharing with other people you're like yeah you know I can apply absolutely. this too and, and and you're doing that repetitively so that that innately starts to change your own habits absolutely and how you approach things you know um, no man very very powerful you know and 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 where where I was really thinking it where I was really thinking about is is the fact that you know, folks go in and, and they're writing all this business and they, they become successful and they're making money, but they're doing it with their social security number. That's the...
1: A- ah, oh, man, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a whole nother piece too, you know? But again, that's just having like a whole like business mindset. Yeah. But I mean, I've seen that a lot, you know, I, I don't... From, and I'm gonna say from, from my personal experience, it's not pushed at all. Like, it's not pushed to actually have a business. Um, You know, you're literally going in as an independent contractor. But you're right. Like the the best way to do it now is like to really um, grow and like really build an actual business. So going through the process to actually set up your business, your EIN, et cetera, so that you can start the process to like build business credit or, you know, and use that, you know, to if you want to buy a car, buy a home, you know, and actually have a, a legit business. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're 100% right. You actually have to look at it from today, I'm starting a business and
0: take all the steps I, as well. Yep. I think that anytime someone comes into the industry, mm-hmm. they should also be put with someone like you who has experience in the industry, but also can help them structure it yep. as a business as well. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. I think that's, I think that's a, because, because here, here's what, what happens. Like if someone joins, like, when I came into this, when I came into this industry, you know, I jumped into it full-time. Like this was, it was my full-time gig. I I worked with businesses during business hours. It's nine to five. And it was a hundred, it was still a hundred percent commission. You know what I mean? All on me, but, but it's like, yo, it's, it's all or nothing. Right. Mm -hmm. But the vast majority of people, when they enter this industry, they entered on a part-time basis.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent.
0: So when you're entering it, entering it on a part-time basis, you still may be, thinking of yourself as an employee of yeah hey this organization and and this is you know some on the side not my necessarily my my business versus yeah. thinking of it as i am starting a business
1: mm-hmm. yeah on the side and a lot of them are coming from a non five mentality yeah so they don't know oh crap like this is actual business like this is like i have an actual legit business i mean because you know, once you get to a certain level, you know, even in the insurance industry, like you get audited, you know, you, you get you, you have to you have to foul these like it, this is like legit stuff. Like it's not like this something that you're doing, you know, uh, selling cookies or something like this is like a legit business. Seriously. So Highly, right.
0: regulated? Yeah. It's
1: highly, highly yeah. regulated. It's probably one of the, the, the highest regulated industries, you know, um, in the world. So, you know, you definitely want to make sure that you really run it like an actual business and not, you know, something a pass by.
0: That's right. That's right. That's right. No, I, I, I wanted the business consultant, you know, to say that don't, don't take it from me, you know, <laughs> take it from the consultant, you know, yeah. by himself. so, yeah. um, t- talk to me now, 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 you know, you, you have this experience. I mean, you still hold your, you still hold your licenses. You still yep, utilize absolutely. them from time to time. You know, you, you built a book of business where you're seeing those renewals, but you also have, you know, your, 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 your consulting firm, you know, which is growing exponentially, uh, with some great, great content. So, you know, I'm going to ask you to share contact information, but, you know, great content. So make sure that you're following Terrence, you know, on your social media, on the TikToks and Instagrams. So you can see the content that he's putting out. And also you have your coaching programs that are available um, as well. So even if someone is, isn't working with you one-on-one directly, they still can get access to, you know, the, the lessons that you're sharing. Can you tell a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, sure. I, I, we talked a little bit about it before the, before we actually started. But, you know, my thing has always been, you know, um, my center focus is always going to be the same. You know, I don't care what I do. If it's if I sell cars, if I sell carpet, like, it's still going to be the same. Like I, I, I enjoy I'm altruistic, which means I love helping people. Like I don't care. You know, I, I want to make sure that, you know, I provide something that you can really benefit from that can, you can really change your life. So I have this conversation a lot of times like with clients within my group. And um, or business owners within my group, and um, it's like I, this is not about you. Like, forget you. Like, it's not about you. I am trying to, I'm trying to put you in a position where this is a business that you can give down, you know, send down to your family. Like, that's why I named the company Blackwell Legacy Group because, like, my I, my idea is I want to help build legacies. So, if I'm able to birth companies or, or, or birth um, businesses that can build a legacy, I've won, you know, and this is how I I, I have a longstanding name, you know, in the, in the world and in the industry, you know, I've, I've done my, I left my mark. So, you know, it's, it's always about, you know, not about you, it's about, you know, what do you, you know, this is something you can pass down to your children, but not only that your children, but your children's children. And that's the, you know, the definition of, you know, of, of legacy. Um, so, you know, so when it comes to, what we, what we do as far as like, you know, how we teach, it's just, I, I give a lot of information out, man. I do a lot of stuff, you know, that I don't charge for. Um, so like uh, YouTube, we have, we have a YouTube, any, so for you guys, my handles and everything is the same as Blackwell Legacy Group. So we just started on TikTok. We're on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, um, and YouTube. So if you guys are looking stuff, you can look up there. But you know, my, my goal is I'm always thinking like, all right, how can I, what else can I talk about? What else can I educate people on? Because I know it's so many things in regards to business that people just don't know. And I don't mind sharing information. So um, I, I had a mentor before that told me, he was like, man, why, like, why you need to charge for this. You need to charge more. I will. But, you know, I understand that um, I can give out a certain amount of information, but people pay for implementation, not, not the information because you can find the information anywhere on Google you can search it anywhere, go Facebook, whatever you can, you can find it, but people pay you for implementation. So, um, and I understand that. So, um, so yeah, so in, in regards to like the information, I'm always about, you know, just helping out as many people as possible. Um, if you go to our website, blackwelllegacyuniversity.com, um, you can go there, you can book a consultations, a 30 minute free consultation. Um, at the bottom of my website, it's going to be a free training, We do a weekly free training that will be on the website that you can check out. Um, and you know, we do we don't charge for consultations because you know, our goal is we want to make sure that you have a clearly defined um, a, a strategy when you leave the call. If you work with us, cool, if you don't work with us, that's also cool. Um, uh, but you're going to leave, I'm, I'm gonna give so much information that you're going to say, I gotta work with this dude, yeah. you know. So that, that's always my thing, man. I just want to help as many people as possible.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And then the, and, and you even, you have an you have a course automated as well for,
1: um, for individuals. Yeah. So I'm, I'm working on a, um, I, I've, I've done one before I took it down. So I'm working on I'm revamping, uh, one that we have, but okay. I, right now I'm running groups. I have, um, two groups running right now. Um, they, they range anywhere from like 10 to 14, uh, weeks. Um, and I just put maybe five to 10 businesses in there and we, and we work together weekly. We do like a weekly session, um, an hour session we'll go over it. we'll have a lesson for that week um we'll have um like a video lesson that they will watch at their own time they have activities that correlate to that lesson um homework you know so like i really try to make sure that you know we are fixing the whole business um so you know we're looking at the, the entire business so what we're doing one right now lead generation and you know, even within that, it's like really understanding like what is lead generation? How do you actually get leads? How do you get people to say yes to you um, or or know who you are? Um, so, so yeah. So, um, if, if you're interested, you know, we we can set you up with you know one on one or group coaching.
0: Absolutely, absolutely, man. No, just hey, man. You know, you you just a, a, such a thorough brother. You know, I appreciate it, man. I, I need I need folks to know, you know, that look, you you can be a resource, you know, mm-hmm. for what they need. Tell how do you. How do you, how you stay motivated
1: nowadays, man? You got a lot going on. How do how you stay motivated? Um, I keep moving the goalposts, man. <laughs> <laughs> I keep moving the goalposts, man. I, I um, last year, um, I wrote my first book, uh, Four Ways to Increase Sales in 30 Days. Um, we have a free book actually on our website, Blackwell Legacy University. That one is called Um, uh, Broke Versus Wealthy. We yeah, have Broke Versus Wealthy Entrepreneur. It's also a great resource. Um. And, you know, I have a bunch of things that, that we're working on, man. So, like, again, like, you know, my thing is, is, is you know, the name on the back of the jersey. You know, I want to make sure that, you know, when I leave this earth, I've left an implant, a, a imprint that, you know, people will never forget. So, um, I'm working on another book this year. Um, you know, I, I have a nonprofit that we're launching this year. Um, you know, and, and the goal is
0: just to keep moving. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Absolutely, man. No, big, 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 big things are going big things yeah golf, absolutely absolutely so so <laughs> um at this point let me ask you this so at this point in your career and your life you know, ask actually about the motivation but but what's the what's the ultimate goal what's the end game
1: honestly i don't i don't, I don't know my end game yet man i'm, I'm definitely uh like again i'm always moving the goalposts man it's, it's things that like you know five years ago it's like man i want to write a book and mm-hmm. then you know I, one one day, I just I woke up and said, "All right, I'm gonna start writing this book," you know. So, um, it's 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 whatever my end goal is is global though. It's it's big, and I don't even know if I ever have it 100 yet. But it's a global thing. Like I want to be able to affect change in you know multiple countries. Um, so w- once I figure it out, I'm I definitely let you know. But I I don't have a definitive, and I don't want to just give you BS either. But I do know it's going to be you know global my my end goal.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I definitely see it, man. Last, last, uh, well, I got two, two more questions I want to ask you. The first is how do you feel like if, if at all, because we know the the work ethic that you have is rooted as a child values rooted as a child. How do you feel like getting your license working in that industry changed you as a person? Man, it, um, it's,
1: it's a level of, um, i don't want to say it so so my my journey was was a little different because i i moved so quick like i that 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 time period like my first like 10 to 15 days like was is zoom vibe because it was literally um my wife's uncle just gave me the play he was like look i need you to go get your license i need you to recruit three people i need you to go um sit down in front of three people and keep it moving so i'm, I'm like i could schedule my license I went yeah. and recruited. I, I recruited. I think the first month, um, like almost ten people. Um, you know, then I had I don't know how many appointments. Like, and I was I was just I was just running. And you know, the good thing is I had like credibility where I'm like, hey man, I need to sit down with you. And people were like, okay, cool. You know, came sit down with them. Like, oh, okay, I, I need life insurance. All right, cool, easy, and, and kept it moving. Um, the, but the process to to actually get the license was pretty easy for me. Um, the life license was pretty easy for me. Um I literally took the test and and it wasn't hard. It, you know, it was a little bit a little bit of common sense, but you did have to study too. Um, but overall it wasn't bad. Now my my series six test is that's a whole different uh question. That's I'm, a let whole you, different I'm gonna let you have that one. I'm going <laughs> you had <have> that one. <laughs>
0: Man,
1: that was that was that was a different one. But um, you know, I, I had to put some work in on that one. And I actually I never passed the test, actually, to be honest. Um, I took it twice. And both times, I think the first time I missed about two points. The second time I only missed about like one point or something crazy, whatever. But it was like super close. And I'm just like, man. But um, my motive also was, you know, it, it was definitely, uh, it was an incentive behind it to, to pass the test. Like I was trying to go on a trip or the winter trip. So I'm like, man, let me go ahead and pass this test real quick. Um, but it, so I didn't really put the time in the study like I really wanted to um but i i think those two licenses is like man it it can change your life and and i think about it from this aspect too if i'm a 17 18 year old kid right now the first thing that i would do is i would go get the license Mm. i would go get my life license the second thing that i would do is i take a little bit of time learn the, the, the maybe three months then i'm going to get my securities license and you can really write your own ending after that, you know, because you can make so much money in the insurance industry. Um, you can make a boatload of money in the um, investment industry, you know, and, you know, you look at it from, you know, from the data that, you know, most people don't have life insurance. Most most people definitely don't have investments. So, you know, and you, so you can really, you know, affect the community by having those two licenses.
0: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, shoot. I mean, you kind of, you kind of went went to the last one. I was going to say, hey, somebody who is, you know, new or considering joining the industry, you know, what what would you say to them? And
1: you, you yeah, know. yeah, same thing. I would say go get a license, and man. Um, it, yeah.
0: And I, I, I would say I would say this
1: too. You know, um, if if you if you have your license, you just you've been in the industry already, um, man. You you have to just put your nose down. I I, I seen this quote today. Um, and I had to post it on Facebook because I was like, man, somebody gotta you gotta benefit from this. And um it said um, boring is it no billions is boring. So what it what it meant was, you know, and I see this a lot too. So I sometimes I see, you know, business owners and you know, they start off and they make candles, and then you know, next month they're in real estate, and then you know, the following month they're doing um, crypto, makes mm-hmm. money doing something else, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But the, the issue is, um, and this is same. I, I kind of, and I don't want to go too deep into it, but I, I, it's a misconception when it comes to multiple streams of income that people don't get, right? So if you think about multiple streams of income, your multiple streams of, of income should never be different audiences, right? right? So let me give you an example. Um, if, 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 if I, um, if I did Airbnb, I am going to have a car rental business. I'm going to have, um, I'm gonna have a cleaning business, like a residential cleaning business. I'm going to have, um, what else? Uh, let me say, let me say those two, let me say those two, right? So, but guess what? my cleaning business is going to clean my airbnbs to turn to airbnbs right? right then i'm also going to outsource them to have contracts to do individual cleaning throughout the week my car rental business is going to be stationed at my airbnb so now i can you know if someone rents my airbnb and they also have a, they also have a vehicle that they can drive as well while they're at my location during the week i put the car on hire car or, you know, rent it out, do whatever. And now I'm making money throughout the week. I'm making money on the weekends, um, you know, for all three aspects of it. But guess what? These are three different businesses, but I'm servicing pretty much the same um, audience. Does that make sense? Verticals. Yep, 100%. So, um, so so one of the things that I, you know, so so going back to, you know, um, Billion is, um, Billions is Born, like if you think about, you know, Bill Gates and you think about people like that, they were very um, meticulous in what they did. Like they were center focused. They had one focus. They're trying to master this one thing. And they made so much money because they never, it was boring. It was so routine, so redundant. But they they continued on this journey until they got to the goal post of whatever they wanted to do. And I think sometimes we get so lost in like just doing so many different things. So I, I would say to that person, you start the process, you get your license, and put your nose to the ground and like, just, 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 just do it. Just, just get it done, you know, and don't, don't look to the left. Don't look to the right. Literally just look one way and, you know, and stay center focused within that industry. And I think, you know, you have a lot of success.
0: Hey brother, man, extremely like wise and profound words. Um, I, I I appreciate you once again, uh, not just the time here, but just I appreciate who you are. Um, all the, uh, every time we connect, every time we talk, you know, there, there's always, you know, yeah. just a, a, a good feeling of, of fulfillment. Like you said, you know, just that, that cup being, being filled, you know, from yeah, what's being shared, it. man. And you, you you got a, you got a lot of knowledge. And I know that you're helping a lot of people and uh, man, I, I just, I, I for one appreciate you. And I got to throw the 06 in there, you know, that we shared. Yeah. So. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. uh <laughs> And let me do this too. I
1: I want to give you your flowers too, you know, because I've been watching your journey. I've been watching the podcast. I love what you're doing with the podcast. First off, like I I remember, um, when we met, you you told me about it. I'm like, man, that's that's cool. Then when I checked it out for myself, I'm like, oh, that's that's really cool. But um, but then also just kind of being a man of your word too, because um, I don't know if you remember this, but I think, I think the last time we talked, I actually I'm like, where's the book? And then he was like, man, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. And then I think I reached out to you after that. I'm like, hey, man, how's the book coming along? He was like, it's on the way. And to see that, you know, you, because you didn't have to keep your word to me, you know, you kept your word to yourself to, you know, to accomplish the goal that you set out. So um, I just want to say, like, for everything that you're doing, like, you know, in in business, the podcast, the book, man, congratulations. Like, you're, 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 I look up to you as well. I don't know if you realize this, but I definitely look up to you for the man that you are. Um, you know how you know the integrity that you have. How you treat your wife, like you know how you how you are as a father. Like those things mean a lot. Um, you know, for 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 you know, for another brother. So I I really appreciate you and everything that you're doing.
0: Hey Amen. I, I I appreciate that, Dan. I, I I appreciate that. I ain't gonna tear up on here, but look. <laughs> Tell the people how can they reach you? How can they stay in contact with Terrence Blackwell? Yeah. How can they reach out to Blackwell Legacy? Yep.
1: Yeah, so you can go to our website, BlackwellLegacyUniversity.com. Um, you can go there, you can schedule a free 30-minute consultation. Um, again, we do free trainings. You don't even have to subscribe or anything like that. Just go do the training. Um, look at the training. Um, also, you know, you can check out our free ebook, which is also on the website. Um, on all social media platforms, we're Blackwell Legacy um group, Blackwell Legacy Group. Um, so that's YouTube, that's on Facebook, Instagram, and also TikTok. So um just shoot if you got questions about about business in general, whatever questions you may have, or about business, you know your specific business. Just shoot me a, a DM, shoot me a call, and I'll, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely
0: respond. Absolutely, hey, thank you so much, thank uh, you. Terrence. I, I appreciate you. Hey, look, and if you want to build it big, you got to build it as a business. That's that's yeah. the only way to do it. And somebody who can help you do that is Terrence Blackwell. Uh, so look for those who've been listening. Uh, Maybe you heard some nuggets, you heard some gems, some things you can take away. I know you have. And maybe you also heard something that made you think to yourself, you should get a license. Till the next time. Take care.